Hi, good morning, friends. Welcome to today's morning briefing session. First of all, a disclaimer that this is only for educational purpose, and we do not recommend or advocate any stocks mentioned during the call. The sources of our information are various publicly available data sites such as Investing.com, Money Control, Bloomberg, Business Standard, ET Mint, BSE, Financial Express, Hindu Business Line, and others. So we start by looking at what happened in the U.S. market. Dow Jones ended in the positive territory, uh, very good performance, 470 points up. S&P ended 41 points up, and Nasdaq ended 94 points up. So Dow Jones uh, touched 30,000 levels for the first time in uh, nine months' time uh, frame so far. Uh, however, the U.S. 30 and U.S. Uh, 500 futures both ended in the negative territory, uh, indicating some amount of skepticism on the run. on the vaccine hope in the asian market asia pacific market australia's s&p gained about 5.5% in the early trading while the hong kong's uh, hang seng index uh, gained about 0.25% japan's nikkei uh, 225 was also up by 0.25 uh, 0.5% as we speak Uh, some important economic calendar for the week so australia will release its uh, central uh, bank meeting minutes today and uh, ecb president uh, ms christine lagarde will address the press and will also uh, and us will also declare its retail sales data tomorrow so overall an important week uh, uh, including today and tomorrow uh, back in india uh on the institutional side let us look at what fis have done so fis have sold shares worth 70 78 odd crores while domestic institutional investors have sold uh, shares worth 20 odd crores uh so fis have started selling and one needs to take note of this development this is very very different from the last week wherein they were uh, buying in upwards of 4000 plus crore so far for the month of november fis have already invested about 30000 odd crores so one certainly needs to uh, take note of change in the wind from the fii's side on the uh, nifty index we have uh, key resistance level to watch out at 12750 levels key support level to watch out is 12670 levels uh, if you look at the nifty index chart patterns uh, we will see a declining top uh, for the last 3 days so one uh, certainly ne- needs to take note of this one for bank nifty we have key resistance level to watch out at 30350 levels and key support level uh, to watch out is 28145 levels maximum call open interest stands at 30 13000 followed by 13500 levels which will act as a resistance uh, for this series call writing we have seen at 12800 followed by 13200 levels maximum put open interest is at 12000 followed by 11500 which will act as a support level put writing we have seen at 12800 and 12500 level maximum pain has moved uh, from 12200 to 12400 levels so these are some of the important levels to watch out for on the non speculative side we have kotak uh, bank icici gi and stfc life which are uh, seeing a high delivery percentage on the bulk deal front uh, we have indus ind bank which has offloaded every ready industries so one needs to take note of this 
On the banking and financial segment, we have HDFC MC, which has appointed Mr. Navneet Munoz as its MD and CEO. Uh, he will be succeeding Mr. Milind Barve. So change of guards at HDFC MC counter, and one needs to see what could be the possible impact of this one. HDFC MC has been uh, trading much below its uh, 13,300 odd levels, which was seen uh, pre-pandemic. On the uh, energy uh, mineral slash commodity side, we have Rajesh Exports. Uh, the company has reported consolidated profit at 173 uh, crores in Q2 FY21, uh, compared to 315 odd crores. The revenue has risen to uh, 1 lakh 2,149 odd crores from 66,827 crores. So huge uh, jump in the uh, revenue. However, the profit is, has declined. Uh, so one needs to take note of this. On the energy side, we have BPCL, uh, wherein the center is trying to sell the stake and has received multiple bids for the uh, company. However, uh, BGs like Reliance and other super majors have skipped the process. So one needs to see what is the impact of this one. For the past uh, four weeks, we have seen continuous buying in BPCL, uh, which was also traded at, at its low levels uh, in the last four weeks. So one needs to take note of this one and see what could, how this could pan out for um, BPCL. Uh, Government of India uh, has set a deadline of number for uh, finalizing or shortlisting the uh, bidders for BPCL. So it could see some interesting movements during the month. On the construction and real estate side, we have NBCC, which has received total work orders worth 1165 odd crores in October. Uh, likewise, uh, Larsen Tubro has received some orders from the government. It has emerged as one of the lowest bidder for 3200 crore worth of project, uh, which uh, uh, aims at building a road bridge over the Brahmaputra River. And this was reported by PTI. And uh, so good, good news for LNT. And LNT has been winning uh, some major tenders over last month or so. Uh, Hindu Business Line has given uh, has given a target of, uh, for Sri Cement. It has the Hindu Business Line has quoted a target from rather Amco Global. Uh, the Sri Cement uh, is expected to touch about 23,740 levels. The current market price is 23,432 levels, and uh, this is uh, largely on the. Uh, Q2 results, which has given better than estimates, driven by a higher realization, uh, which was down by only 1.9% on quarter-on-quarter basis. However, this was estimated to decline by about 5%. So some good uh, performance or, or uh, 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 you know, cover-up on the the losing ground by C cement. So we can expect it to touch uh, higher levels. On the uh, logistics slash defense side, we have Great Eastern Shipping Company, which has signed a contract to buy a second-hand cape-sized bulk carrier. The 2014 Philippines-built vessel is expected to join the company's fleet in S2 of FY21. So one needs to watch out for this one. Some interesting news on consumer side before we wrap up. So PVR has launched a single-screen cinema in Lucknow. This is a first of its kind where PVR has only launched a single screen cinema and uh, it has also opened three new in Faridabad. So this could certainly boost the presence of uh, PVR in the tier 2 or tier 3 cities. 
and finally on the conglomerate side we have reliance industries uh, which has bought about 96% uh, shares of urban ladder home decor solutions for about 182 crores so uh, reliance seems to be entering a new uh, territory with urban ladder which is a home uh, delivery of services and furniture so this is all from my side over to nitin ji and abhishek now okay thank you puratan Good morning from healthcare space and wish you a very good week coming ahead. Bharata Biotech's indigenous vaccine candidate Covaxin has entered phase 3 clinical trials which involves about 25,000 participants in 25 centers across the country. Phase 1 and phase 2 trials involving about 1,000 participants have already demonstrated a promising safety and immunogenicity data. Considering the number in phase 1 and phase 2 trials, this is a very good development for Bharat Biotech. Moderna has announced that an independent body data safety monitoring board has informed that Moderna's COVID vaccine candidate has met the statistical criteria pre-specified in the study protocol for efficacy with a vaccine efficacy of 94.5%. This primary endpoint is based on the results of 95 participants out of a total of 30,000 participants in phase 3 trials. While this vaccine efficacy is better than or close to the Pfizer's vaccine efficacy, looking at the smaller size of primary data, it is clear that we need to wait till data covering a more sizable number of participants becomes available. Nevertheless, it's a good beginning and a good news on vaccine front. Healthcare Global Enterprises, a specialty healthcare for oncology, fertility and precision diagnostics company has reported an 11% decline in its revenue at 248 crores for quarter 2 this financial year. Its half year turnover was 441 crores which showed a decline of 19%. EBITDA for quarter 2 was at 34 crores showing a decline of 28% while on half year basis the decline was steeper at 40%. This clearly means that compared to quarter one of this financial year, healthcare global seems to have made a very good recovery in quarter two. We have to wait now for another two months to see how quarter three performs as far as the company is concerned. Fortis Healthcare clocked a turnover of 994 crores and a net profit of 15.5 crores for quarter two of financial year 21. Natco Pharma has reported a very impressive performance for quarter two. It reported a 73% rise in net profit at 204 crores. Company's revenue of 828 crores registered a 60% growth. The board of directors have recommended a second interim dividend of rupees 3 per equity share of rupees 2 each. So a very strong performance from Natco Pharma. Dr. Reddy's Laboratories has received USFD approval for generic quelicin injections which have a relatively smaller market size of 75 million US dollars. Sanofi has said that its vaccine candidate will not need super cool temperatures and can be stored in a refrigerator. Pfizer's vaccine candidate, as we all know, needs a super cooled ambience of minus 80 degrees Celsius, though prior to use, it can be stored in a refrigerator for up to five days. Moderna's vaccine candidate, on the other hand, can be stored in a refrigerator for up to 30 days. So from Indian viewpoint, Sanofi as well as Moderna's candidates are a better bet than Pfizer. 
फोर इंडियन फार्मा कंपनीज मार्क्सन्स फार्मा ऑरोबिंदो फार्मा जायडस एंड जुबिलंट आर रिकॉलिंग प्रोडक्ट्स इन द यूएस मार्केट वाइल मार्क्सन्स फार्मा इज रिकॉलिंग अ डायबिटीज ड्रग जायडस इज रिकॉलिंग एन एंटासिड ड्रग ऑरोबिंदो इज रिकॉलिंग अ पेन रिलीविंग ड्रग एंड जुबिलंट इज रिकॉलिंग अ मेडिकेशन यूज टू ट्रीट स्केजोफेनिया Pharma market in India grew by almost 10% in October. This was on the heels of a positive growth of almost 5% in September. Primary contributors to this growth in October were new product launches and price increases rather than a volume growth. This is all from Healthcare Space today. Wish you a good trading day. Bye bye. Yeah, many thanks for this update. Uh, welcome after the short Diwali break. So. From our side, on the chemical uh, chemical sector, Deepak Fertilizers and Petrochemical Corporation Limited has announced that that they will invest about 1,350 to 1,800 crores on capex by FY22. The company is planning to invest about uh, 200 odd crores in setting up an ammonia plant in FY21, and another 600 to 800 crores would be invested in FY22. uh in in their tan plant the company is planning to invest about 800 odd crores by fy22 uh, in ammonia plant the company has acquired land received approval from maharashtra pollution control board and is at the fag end of negotiating its contract with the epc contractors the company is planning to start construction and it would take roughly about 26 to 28 months for its completion in case of the the tan projects the company is all stage where uh, it is applying for environmental approval and only after obtaining environment approval the capex investment would begin so roughly about 150 to uh, 200 crores of capex on ammonia project would go from now until march 2021 and the company does not expect any major capex in the tan uh, plant for the same time frame However, the capex in FY22 for ammonia plant would be roughly about 800 crores, depending on the progress level in the project. On the other side, tan projects is difficult to predict as the company is yet to get environmental approval. Uh, in the first year of tan uh, plant construction, the company is expected to invest around 600 to 800 crores uh, as additional investment. So we'll watch out on the. major capex that the company is undertaking and the resultant impact on the revenue which will determine the company's uh, overall profitability and the and justify this uh, huge amount of capex that the company has undertaken a few results kanchi karpuram uh, they have reported their september end quarter results uh, the company has registered over 120% higher revenue as compared to june quarter uh, their september quarter revenue stands about 54.6 crores and the profits has almost uh, 296% higher which is at 19.45 crores in september quarter whereas in june quarter they had posted around 4.9 crores of net profit uh, with this exceptional profits uh, the board has the board will also fix a record date for the purpose of buyback so they have announced the buyback program and the record date would be soon uh, be made public valiant organics limited they have reported their september quarter 
the revenue was higher by 13% at 168.94 crores in the September quarter and the profits were about 24.39% higher uh, at 30.7 crores for September quarter. Valiant Organics, uh, the board has recommended one is to one bonus issue as well. Bharat Rasayan, uh, the, the company has reported their September quarter. Uh, the revenues were 13.29% uh, higher this quarter, which is around 320.51 crores, and the profits were uh, at 35.27 crores in September th uh, quarter, which is about 20, which is uh, lower by 24.48%. Uh, in June, they had net profit of 46.7 crores. So this is all from our side. We'll keep you updated uh, with all development on the chemical and agrochemical sectors. Till then, have a nice trading day ahead. Thank you.